Blog Talk Radio. Even though we are from different worlds, for over a decade, by my side, you have always stood, giving up a life, during the light, to be with me. Yes, the words of Dracula, ladies and gentlemen, opening up this week's Poetry Superhighway Live show. Fantastic. I like to begin every show with uh, a vampire speaking. Uh, don't uh, don't think of it as a mistake. Don't think of it as uh, I forgot to log into Blog Talk Radio and turn off the auto start to that MP3. Consider it a purposeful beginning of the show by Dracula, as if it was by design, as if before we listen to each other's poetry, we need to hear the words of Dracula. And so we have. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. It's the April 2010 edition of Poetry Superhighway Live. My name is Rick Leeper. I'm the MC of the show and the guy behind the Poetry Superhighway website. I invite you to call in and read your poetry. The number to call in if you'd like to do so is area code 646-716-7362. And uh, we have no content or style restrictions. We just have the desire to hear your work and to have other people hear your work. The mission of the Poetry Superhighway is to expose as many people to as many other people's poetry as possible. Did you like how I paused there after I said expose as many people? As if something fallacious could have been said right there and then it just continued forward with the poetry aspect of it. Anyway, glad to have you with me. A couple of things are going on on the Poetry Superhighway now that I'd like to tell you about. We're running our sixth annual great ebook free for all. I believe it's a poetry ebook free for all. Great, that's, uh, that's in the title, not just an adjective I'm adding offhand right now. So, what this is, is it's different from our uh, great poetry exchange, which we finished uh, a couple of months ago. Uh, what this is is a free exchange of ebooks. The idea is that, well, it really initially came out of the fact that people wanted to submit poetry ebooks to the Great Poetry Exchange, but that's not allowed because that's uh, the idea behind that project is you have a physical poetry book and you pledge to send it to someone else in the world, and in exchange you will receive a poetry book from someone else in the world, a physical book in the mail. So getting an ebook uh, or offering an ebook isn't really quite the same, but if someone goes through the trouble of mailing out their physical book, uh, it wasn't fair that in exchange they might have been getting an, an ebook. Um, but not, not, no uh, comment on the quality of what was in the ebook, but uh, there's something cool about the physical aspect of that. But since there was a great interest in people participating with ebooks, we launched the ebook free for all uh, a few years ago. Actually, this is the sixth year of the project. So all you have to do is have an ebook um, or make one. It's, it's not that hard, uh, actually. If you uh, participated in this in the past, you uh, probably have seen some of the different and creative things people have done to make poetry ebooks. Some of them are really uh, complicated uh, in terms of layouts and colors, and and uh, when you looked at it, it was sort of laid out like a book, and it, and it was pretty cool. Um, other people simply put their book together in a Word document and uh, 
and, uh, and uh, converted it to a PDF and sent it along. And the books do have to be in PDF format because uh, that way uh, all the fonts are consistent and it looks the way that we intended it to look. And you go to the Poetry Superhighway website, poetrysuperhighway.com, click on uh, the uh, ebook free for all link, and all of the submission instructions are there. You have to fill out a form. You need to enter uh, your email, your name, the book title, uh, book description, which is 50 words or less. And I really do mean that. If it's 51 words, I'm going to send it back to you and say, hey, can't you count, you crazy person? Uh, so 50 words or less, and uh, attach your PDF. You can, do all, you can do all of that right in the form. Click Submit. You'll get a confirmation. And uh, when the weekend comes along and I do the next weekly update, I will add your books to the list of books that were added in. Then, um, and this is the cool thing. This is different from the, the Great Poetry Exchange. Great Poetry Exchange, you send a book somewhere and you'll get a book in the mail. For 24 hours on May 1st, starting at midnight uh, Pacific time on May 1st, um, all of the e-books that were sent in will be freely available to anyone in the world with an internet connection to download. So whether or not you you send in an e-book or you just uh, want to download a bunch of other people's e-books for 24 hours, you'll go to the Poetry Superhighway website and you can download all of them. Last year there were, gosh, I forget, 80, 86, somewhere around 80, 90 books that you could download. And, you know, you might put some thought into what you call the book and, and what your description is because I'll actually, uh, once the 24-hour period is over, and I take the links off, and I, but I leave the list of books up all year. And then I put right next to it a list of what, or how many times each book was downloaded. So, I don't know, you don't win anything if, you, if your book is downloaded more than anyone else. But it's kind of cool to know how many times your book was downloaded. And I think the key to uh, piquing someone's interest in downloading your book is having uh, the title be interesting and having the 50-word description interesting, 50 word or less, I should say. So there you go. That's the uh, ebook free for all. Feel free to uh, ask me any questions about that when you call in. Um, number again is 646-716-7362. I do see a number of callers on the air. I want to tell you about one other thing, and then we'll, we'll get right to our callers. Uh, this, well, actually today, right now, as a matter of fact, is Yom HaShoah, which is Holocaust Remembrance Day. And... Uh, so World War II, of course, the Nazis killed many, many people, including six million Jews. And every year at this time, uh, this special day of remembrance happens. And every year on the Poetry Superhighway, um, I forego the normal Poet of the Week selection and open up uh, a call for submissions for uh, poems revolving around the Holocaust. Um, either responses to it, um, you know, short narratives, uh, poetry, uh, you know, talking about things that happen. It's pretty uh, wide uh, uh, in terms of what, what I'll look at for that issue, but it has to be in some way related to the Holocaust. So that uh, submission period opened up yesterday when I sent out the Poetry Superhighway update. And we'll continue until this Friday. If you have a poem on this piece or want to write one, send it in. Um, the instructions are online. It's the same submission guidelines as always. You have to send it to 
P-O-T-W, Code of the Week, P-O-T-W at CodeGCSuperHighway.com. And you have to include a bio, which includes, of any length, which includes what city you live in. Um, and it has to be in before uh, midnight on Friday of this uh, week, the 16th, midnight specific time. Um, and usually I pick, you know, every week I put two poets online as part of Poets of the Week. For this particular issue, um, I publish many, many poets, and I really try to make it a, a comprehensive, significant issue. If you, if you take a look, um, if you click on Past Poets Archive from the main Poetry Superhighway menu, you can um, scroll down through the years and see the issues from the past several years. Um, I, I can't remember how many years I've been doing this. It's, it's been um, many years. And you can see the, the breadth of the work, the number of poets that go up. Uh, frankly, it's a, it's a whole lot of work on, on this end. But um, I don't mind. I think it's an important uh, important thing. And I'd love for you to participate if you have something on this, if you think you have something related, um, and uh, or if you think you might be able to write something before Friday. So that's it. You've got the e-books week for all happening right now. Um, get your e-books in before the end of the month. Uh, the special Holocaust poetry issue. And let's get right to the open reading now. Again, the number to call in is area code 646-716-7362. And uh, our first caller is from, let's see. Uh, well, gosh, there's no number listed here. I see a series of ones. So uh, uh, perhaps you heard a beep or something that said that you were on the air. Hello. Hello, Rick. How are you? I'm good. Very good. How is things in California? Uh, no, yeah, uh, things in California are are super. It's, uh, at least in my part of California, it's a little cold today, unseasonably perhaps. But uh, other than that, there are no complaints. Who, who am I talking to? Uh, Alex Chernick calling you from Canada again, Rick. Oh, great. Um, great, to, uh, great to hear your voice again. And, uh, every few every few months, it seems like I'm able to have time to call, so it's really cool. Great. And um, uh, how are things in Canada? Well, it really wasn't a winter up here this year, that's for sure. So um, it seems like that El Nino effect has really taken effect all over all North America right now. So. Wow. Well. Um yeah, I, I kind of felt like I didn't put my coat on that much uh, this winter and coming down. But, um, of course, most people who live where there's real weather kind of laugh at us when we put on our coats at any temperature here. But um, anyway, Alex, you, you got a poem for us? Uh, the poem I have for you this time is called Namesake, Rick, and it goes like this. Each time I neared the water's edge, a whisper would fill the air. At first, I thought I was hearing things that just weren't there. But after time and again, a consistency in the continuity of these occurrences so persuaded me to think otherwise. I wondered who, then why. I came to the conclusion that there was more to this than what met the eye. I had to get to the bottom of it, but quite frankly, I knew not how. I mean, who would be familiar with something so out of the ordinary? I had no experience with such paranormal activity. But an instinct told me that was all about to change. In no time at all, this barely audible voice began to enunciate with such clarity 
that there was no mistaking any longer their true intention. Instead of bits and pieces, an entity explained its true purpose. I already believed in reincarnation, but this spirit knew my past succinctly in each life that I had existed in. I was being asked to trust to return to the home of my namesake. No matter how strange this sounded, a light within me affirmed this assertion. I acquiesced to my guided faith. I went not blindly, but willingly. Upon my arrival through a kaleidoscope-type tunnel, I was embraced by a euphoria of clandestine proportions. End poem. Thanks for that, uh, that announcement at the end there. That, 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 that's not actually part of the poem, is it? No, no. It's That That was the end of the poem. That's not it. Cool. Very nice, Alice. Thanks for calling in and sharing that with us. Do you have anything um, going on in, in your poetry world you want to talk about? Well, um, I, I'm just attempting to... Uh, to get this children's uh, storybook published, actually, in the last six months or so, I've been throwing it out there to different uh, publishers and that, and seeing what kind of bites I'm getting back on it. And the the emphasis of the story is uh, about a child almost coming of age, of developing through his identity and everything like this, and actually learning more about his true inner identity, and then. Through, through illustrations with the book, I'm able to show how different visions have been coming to him. And what's really cool about the book is that I'm using not normal um, sketches maybe or whatever, but I'm actually using cloud pictures that I've taken where you get spiritual impressions in the clouds. So it's pretty cool. Very cool. Well, good luck in getting that uh, published. I hope you get a, a, a bite to stick and... Uh and you get to put it out there in the world. That's all you need is one little bit of interest, and then they go on from there, so that's really cool. Cool. Do you have a website or anything you want to plug? Uh, Again, Rick, I don't have my own personal website, but a lot of my poetry where a lot of it is on is there's one out of L.A. that's called artistsforabetterworld.org that I have a lot of my writing on. And then there's uh, another one in Montreal where I have multiple poems on as well. And it goes uh, www. with the number two, solitudes.com. I have a lot of other individual poetry out there, but those two sites I have a lot of um, multiple poems on and stuff like that. So. Wonderful. I, I'm sorry if you mentioned in the past that you, you have a website. I, I don't know if you're aware of this. Uh, uh, but every every Monday, I actually have my brain erased. Oh, is that right? Yeah, just to get a fresh start on the week. Uh, so uh, I apologize if you had to repeat that. Sure. That sounds interesting. Right. Well, Alex, thanks again for calling in, um, uh, and uh, good luck with your book and El Nino. Thanks, Rick, and take care, and we'll talk to you soon. Sounds good. Uh, Alex Sherney uh, calling from from up up north, the Great White North, Canada. Um, moving along to our next caller uh, from the 202 area code. Hi. Hello. Hello. Hey, this is Deidre Elizabeth. Hi, Deidre Elizabeth. Where are you calling from? I, I'm actually in uh, D.C. Washington, D.C. 
I am in Anacostia, across the river from everything. Say the name of the city again? In Washington, D.C. Oh, I thought you said... Our Anacostia. capital. Right, yes, I'm familiar with it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, oh, Anacostia is just like a, a section of D.C. Oh, okay. It's a neighbor of D.C. Got it. That's what I, what I didn't know. Yeah, it's in, um, it's in right. southeast. Yeah. Southeast. Okay. So, um, yeah, I've, I haven't listened to your show for a while, but um, I, I sure do miss it. And then I – so anyway, um, I have a poem that I wrote um, a few months ago. Okay. It's called um, Poems Unwritten Since Recovering You. Remember to wear a wide-brimmed hat. Our church family knows absentia's flowered wilderness. Beyond twilight's skulking pigeon, your musts echo. Trying on the fats and embrace, embrocated. Yellow tomatoes tremble, a flushed gust flurry. The swollen licorice whips, moors the pills swallowed, solicitous as old crass, runs in my empathy, dour perpendicular self, tea fresh moral. That's it. Thanks, Steve. Thanks for sharing that. Do you, um, have you, you mentioned you haven't um, listened to the show in a while. Have you called in before? I have. Um, Oh, wow. It's been a couple of years, I think. I was living in Tacoma Park at the time. Okay. Yeah, I'm published around on the web and in like a half a dozen anthologies and suchness, but um, I have a website. It's at um, it's at creationpoetry.webs.com, and um, I had hoped it would become an online e-zine, but... It's kind of I'm trying to make something unique with poetry that just um, speaks to the spiritual, um, you know, giving glory for create, uh, you know, to God for creation, stuff like that. But hasn't really taken off. <laughs> but I have I have two ebooks of mine that are available um, on that website, and I'm going to be turning them in um, later this week. For your ebook exchange. Oh, wonderful! Did you say that the website was creationpoetry.web.com? Uh huh. Okay, great. I just I was uh, entering it into the chat room for anyone there who wanted to just just click over. So great! Yeah, please do send your books in for the free for all. The more the merrier. Um, uh, you know, it, there's very few restrictions to to this project, and uh, and. You know, I, I would love to have a, a thousand ebooks up there that people could download and, and enjoy. So, so cool. Um, do you participate in any readings or anything in, in Washington, in the Washington area? Yeah, there's. Um, I have gone, but I don't get out too too much. I'm kind of a shut in, pretty much. But um, the last poetry gig I was to was um, Sparkle, and it's a uh, a gay friendly poetry reading here in Washington, D.C. It's at um, 5th and K Streets in Northwest at the uh, Bus Boys and Poets. And then um, a few years before that, I was over at um, the Black Cat. They have Mother Tongue. It's a women's group that meets there on the fourth Wednesday of the month. 
Great. Well, so anyone in the greater D.C. area can, can check those out. Both Floyd and Poets, I feel like someone's mentioned that on on the show in the past. What, what kind of venue is that? I'm sorry? Bus Boys and Poets. I feel like I've heard someone mention that. Oh, yes. It was, um, I guess it was created to honor, um, in memory of Langston, or to honor Langston Hughes, um, because he had served as a bus boy, um, in D.C., and that's the, the motivation for the, uh, bus boys and poets restaurants. And they have lots of, lots of social gatherings there, lots of artists and authors and activists and, you know, elite people. So it's both a, so it's both a restaurant and a, and a performance and, and meeting space kind of place? Absolutely. Yeah, there's three, there's, um, there's two in D.C. and there's one in Arlington. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, it's, yeah, they're pretty awesome. Sounds like it. Um, I definitely want to check, check it out. It's a cool name for a venue and an interesting concept as well. So I think yeah. if you combine food with, with anything, it becomes interesting. So um, <laughs> Always um, much more enjoyable with a full stomach. <laughs> my dad. So. Cool, great. Well, Pedro, thanks for calling back. Um, I hope uh, your, your 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 new uh, existence in DC is, is going well, and and please call in again soon. Thank you. All right, that was Pedro uh, uh, Elizabeth calling from the Washington DC area. And Pedro, uh, uh, she actually mentioned that she hasn't uh, listened to the show in a while, so I thought I'd uh, mention to you uh, all that if you do miss the show. Um, you can listen to it and all past shows in the archive at blogtalkradio.com slash PSH. So if you can't tune in for some reason or if you just feel like you want to hear an hour of people reading poetry and me attempting to be funny along the way, then, uh, you know, there's two or three years' worth of these shows now uh, archived at blogtalkradio.com slash PSH. Tune in to them. Um, all right, the number to call in, again, is 646-716-7362. Again, I would, I would sort of feel like I'm uh, running a telephone when I do the number so much. Uh, maybe it's just sort of a, a subliminal way of asking you all to send me money. I don't know, but uh, uh, interpret it as you may. And we are moving now to a caller from 908. Hi. Hello, 908. Hello? Rick? Yeah. Rick? Rick? Who am I talking to? Rick, this is uh, David from those lush rolling hills. <laughs> yeah, I, can, I can't hear you too good. That's, that's why the confusion. But anyway, this piece I'm about to read is entitled, it has a curious title entitled April 10th, 1958. And uh, that, that's significant because that happens to be the day I was born. So yesterday I celebrated a birthday. And uh, this particular piece is about my uh, mom giving birth to me, which was done under very tenuous circumstances, and uh, we nearly didn't make it, the two of us. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Okay, good. So it's entitled April 10th, 1958, and it's a lyric piece, and it's not too long. No epics today. (laughs) 
Here it goes. The day that I was born could have been my judgment day, for I was born into trouble as sparks will fly away, taking flight ever upward without trace of hope for gain, returning ample portions of pure unanswered pain. The 30-something woman who carries a hefty load, expecting her prize package another 10 days down the road. She feels the familiar tension as sweat invades her brow. Her water bursts like thunder. He wants to come out now. An unexpected struggle. The pain grows steadily worse. The churlish little rascal wants to come out with feet first. She did not see this coming, this lesson they did not teach, of what exactly to expect should the child come out of breach. No promise of survival for these two they cannot pledge, as the thirty-something woman moves ever closer to the edge. Perhaps the boy they cannot rescue, he's too far out of reach. It's not uncommon for a DOA to be born and die a breach. The drugs won't halt the suffering, they'll respite from the pain, but for the unlikely apparition in stillness she'll remain. As approaches the imposing vision enveloping her bed, a veil of pure unbridled mourning, a symbol of the dead, the funereal veil which the widow always wears, covers her completely and then stops and disappears. And so the 30-something woman, with thread of life so thin, with her baby she survives the veil so close to her skin. That veil of death around them, they barely slipped away. That is how my birthday near became my judgment day. Poetic license notwithstanding, I must of course confess to teeny exaggerations during this time of great distress. My mother is that woman, so called up in this plight, and she'll revoke my poetic license for such as is her right. I want to add just this little note. Um, the, my mom uh, told me that she had a vision of a veil, a death veil, coming near when she was really in, in searing pain, in, in incredible pain. And she had this vision of a death veil coming, and it came about a, almost right to her body, and then it disappeared. My mom told me she had that vision, and you know what? I believe her. <laughs> I believe my mom. Well, that's all there is to it. Happy day after your birthday. Um, uh, you know, I wish I'd known we would have rescheduled the show for yesterday just to see the title of the poem. Uh, but uh, I suppose somewhere in the world it's still, it's still yesterday. Okay. Okay, Rick. Uh, hey, uh, I guess I'll uh, see you I'll talk to you next month. I'm sending the... Uh, by the way, I was uh, delighted and honored to be um, uh, one of the two poets of the week for the second... Uh, week of March, and um, I uh, the the poem that that uh, that I won with that I won with uh, that's the one I want to submit for the Holocaust. It's entitled "The Last Jew." Finish. I'll I'll submit that then. I don't know if you can hear me or Okay, then I'll come up with another one then. I can hear you. Cool. I'll come up with another one, and I'll, I'll submit it.
Sounds good. Well, thank you so much, Rick. No problem. All right. Well, thanks for calling in, and uh, we'll talk to you next time. Okay, Rick. See you next month. Bye-bye. Thanks. Take it easy. That's David Mann is calling from the rolling hills of Newark, New Jersey, as he likes to say. I was just in uh, driving through the rolling hills of Newark, New Jersey a couple of weeks ago. My wife and I spent uh, Passover in Allentown and then a couple of days in Atlantic City, New Jersey, which we have never been to before. So uh, I, I should have looked you up, David, but uh, next time. I'm, and I'm, I'm sorry about that. You can... You can check David out all over the net. He's got some interesting videos up on YouTube. Uh, uh, and, of course, you just mentioned you, you can read a poem of his that was published on the Poetry Superhighway um, a couple of weeks ago. Click on Past Poets Archive to check it out. And uh, he's, of course, a regular caller here at Poetry Superhighway Live. Uh, moving along, uh, call in the number 646-716-7362. And our next caller is from the 760 area code. Hi. Hello, Rick. Yeah. It's Patricia D'Alessandro. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Good. I'm fine. You know, Rick, it's a little difficult to hear you on the phone. I don't know whether you're away from the mic, uh, but you're less uh, loud than your, your people that you're calling. I just wanted to mention that. Your voice comes in lighter than the poets that read. Well, good to know. I don't think I can do anything about that now. Oh, well, that's a, that's okay. I just wanted to mention so, uh, it. But I also wanted I wanted to ask a question, Rick. I have sent in a Holocaust poem for your next week's um, Remembrance Day, and I wondered would it be permissible to read that poem today? Sure. It's okay? Of course. Okay. Today's a highly appropriate day to read it, considering it's actually Holocaust Remembrance Day today. Yeah, so I, wasn't, I wasn't sure whether that would be permissible, and I had another poem in case it wasn't. But uh, the name of the poem is called Bearing Witness for Moisha Fellman. Words seem trite to match raw feelings surging through me, when I visit the Holocaust Museum in Washington, thoughts scattering through a massive consternation as to why we let this happen and no one shouted stop when it began. Grayness of the building matched the day and my feelings, and as I enter, a docent hands me a small gray card like a passport with a photograph of you Moisha Feldman, born in Podlaski, Poland in 1926, youngest of seven, two years after I was born in Pennsylvania, and you are 13 when the Germans invade Poland and your village is bombarded and your father's granary commandeered and all the Jews remaining in your town are forced to wear the Jewish star, bright yellow on the shoulder, and everyone is sent to live in the ghetto. On the Day of Atonement, no different than another day to barbarians, a day of restoration and redemption, they round up your people and herd you like cattle into boxcars, and those who hesitate are shot 
But you, Moisha Feldman, your mother and your sister are deported to Treblinka and gasped like all the others when you are 17. I study your face on this card, Moisha Feldman, this small sacred card in my hand. Envision you a man near my age and wonder how you might have served the world, perhaps as owner of your father's granary, for only goodness shines from your eyes, conveying sorrow words cannot describe, so deep and poignant as they commune with mine, reminding me of the Pietà in Rome, and I visualize your mother's tender hand gently stroking back a tuft of hair from your forehead after tucking at the collar of your shirt, your sister calling, Moisha, Moisha, when will we go home? It is not easy moving from one room to another past these pages of your history and this 20th century purgatorio for your face is now a blur in my hand through the scrim of tears I can't defer before the silent eyes of those who knew and did nothing to prevent this pandemonium creating smoke that spirals wild from crematoriums as trains rattle through the countryside on time and no one has the courage that I feel you have, Moisha Feldman, to speak out and stop this holocaust. I walk in silence with you by my side, Moisha Feldman, to testify for you against this blasphemy, your spirit guiding me through horrors unbelieving, beyond the world's believing engraved on heart and soul, as though on stone to last a lifetime, a confirmation I will carry as I leave this place, this place in Washington, this place of sacred holiness, Moisha Feldman, where you and the victims of this holocaust cannot rest in peace. As I move to the rhythm of your spirit, feel your presence by my side, surrounded by the victims of this holocaust in this hall of holy presences. For you have anointed me a witness, Moisha Feldman, that no one must forget to remember. Tricia, that was um, a really powerful reading of that piece. Thank you so much for uh, for sharing it with us today. Thank you for letting me. My pleasure. Remind me where you're calling from? Desert Hot Springs, California, north of Palm Springs. Right, okay. Um, and, any, go, ahead. Oh, go, go ahead, Rick. Thank you, go ahead. I was going to tell you that my new uh, poetry collection coming out soon, uh, within a week or so, is called Pax Vobiscum, uh, anti-war poetry collection, and I'll be launching the book in Sacramento at Underground Books on May 22nd, and all the poems within the book are anti-war, against war. 
dedicated to the German sculptor Kate Kalwitz, and she was an anti-war pacifist who lost a son in World War One and a grandson in World War Two, and she is one of Germany's most famous artist sculptors, and her uh, charcoal image of her face is on the front of the book. So I hope to have good sales uh, of the book. And as I say, I'm going to be reading in Sacramento as well as here in Palm Springs. I host a poetry series called Valley Voices of the Muse for Barnes & Noble on the first Friday of the month. And we just had an open mic on Friday, which was quite successful. So thank you very much, Rick, for everything you do in poetry. It's an exceptional way of getting people to listen and understand the power of poetry. Uh, It's my pleasure, and thank you for all that you're doing as well. And I I hope your book sales go go well for you as well. So May 22nd in Sacramento? Is that right, May 22nd in Sacramento? Uh, May 22nd. The second, May 22nd, Saturday, at Underground Books from 2 to 4. The bookshop happens to be owned by the mayor's mother, Georgia West by name. So I'm really honored uh, to be able to fly up and, and read. And, of course, my old good friends of the writing group I was with when I lived in Sacramento will be there hopefully to buy all my books because I'm a pauper poet, as they say, in my dotage. So uh, thanks again for having me. I I know very few wealthy poets, um, (laughs) number one. And number two, uh, regarding the, you said your book is all anti-war poetry. Yes. I know know few good pro-war poems, so I think you're, uh, you're on the right track. Thank you very much. All right, Pat, thanks for calling in again. Good to hear Okay. Voice. See you next so, time. Bye. Bye. This is uh, Patricia Alessandro calling from Desert Hot Springs, California. Um, a repeat caller. She's got a new book coming out, um, Anti-War Poem. She's reading in different places. She hosts a reading uh, once a month at the Barnes & Noble in, in her area. Uh, check her out. Uh, great. The number to call in, we've got about uh, 20 minutes left in the show. Plenty of time for you to call in and Read your work. It's uh, area code 646-716-7362. We'd love to hear what, you, what you've got. Uh, moving along to our next caller from the 562 area code. Hi. Hello. How are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Hello. Hello. I'm doing great. Yes, I'm doing great. Um, I was enjoying your show. Uh, my name is Urban Voodoo. I'm calling out of Long Beach, California. Hi. I'm familiar with it. I just so, had um, dinner at I just had dinner at Creme de la Creme in Long Beach. Yeah, it's a beautiful city, man. Um, I wanted to recite a piece called Ageless Thought. Um, so uh, here that piece is. My speed spins through darkness, leaving sparks splattered as paint upon my universal canvas. Words written Sanskrit summarize seasons and centuries surrounding ages past. My portraits beyond the sand shuffling through our glass. Our clash began seasons before man. Reasons for war ran written upon scrolls, etched upon stone tablets, 
summarized in sonnets and ballads of prose. At morning, I realized and rose, refreshed, while wretched men angrily covered my secret. I stand upon pillars placed by unanimous truth, from which worlds were built, solid structures standing above and beyond earthly realm, guarded by cherubim, accompanied by scores of seraphim across galaxies, I carry them. Well, vulgar men cannot begin to fathom spiritual truths, transcending narrow-minded nefarious notions, equations calculated across oceans and continents. With dreams of righteousness etched upon man's consciousness, with dreams of sleeping souls from which light exists, beyond battles where time rattles, broken chains and shackles of mental bondage, where condors soar in open sky, mind refuses to die, where spirits change places with souls and earth exists as plateaus reaching heavenly altitudes, where knowledge becomes the food of peasants as well as kings, we shall witness Ageless things. And that's what Thank you. Great. Hey, tell me your name again. It was a little muffled when I when you first said it. Oh, okay. My name is Urban Voodoo. Urban. Yes, sir. Urban. Uh, like city. Urban. U R B A N V O O V O O. Yes, sir. Urban. Um, do you you know there's there's a, there's a few great you know readings that happen in. Long Beach on a regular basis. I've made the trek down a, a bunch of times to participate in poetry down there. Or, do you do any readings in the Long Beach area? Or yeah, actually, uh, I actually uh, am the founder of a poetry club on uh, the Long Beach City College campus called Young Poets Society, and uh, we participated in some readings. Uh, I know there's one coming up for the Unity Fest. Uh, I'm uh, competing to uh, get a spot on that stage. And uh, just recently, uh, I participated in uh, Central Chav, uh, Cesar Chavez Festival, in which I won a third, third place uh, for their poetry contest. So it's a lot of things happening in Long Beach, um, you know, and it's just a matter, like, for instance, there's a show today at 3 to 5 uh, called Suddenly Spoken on Pine. So bubbling with activity. That's great. I, I'm you know, the one that I, that I know about um, that I was at most recently is at the Basement Lounge downtown, and it's a weekly show Wednesday night called The Light Bulb Mouth Radio Hour. That's a Derek... The Light Bulb what? Light Bulb Mouth Radio Hour. You can check it out at lightbulbmouth.com. And it's, uh-huh. it's a weekly show Wednesday nights at this, at this bar where they, they feature a poet... Um, they feature what they call an informationist, meaning not a poet, but someone who tells you how to do something, you know, for a few minutes. They interview both, and there's music as well. It's, it's a really interesting show, not too long. Um, it, there's a bit of an open reading at the beginning. Uh, sometimes they do it as a slam. Um, and if you already live in Long Beach, uh, you should definitely check it out. It happens every week, Wednesday night. And again, the, the website is lightbulbmouth. It's run by, uh, maybe I said this already, Derek Brown and Mindy, Mindy Medici. But it sounds like you are involved in a whole lot of things going on in uh, in, in Long Beach and uh, truly sure. the city of artists. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I try to uh, get my, uh, you know, my community time in. Uh, you know, I really believe in this city. So, uh, you know, I try to get involved in as many things as possible. But generally in the city, I go by my uh, my birth given name, which is uh, Miss Show, 
uh, Fortson. That's uh, M I C H E A U X F O R T S O N. So you know, uh, you know, if they, they're ever in Long Beach, they can look me up. I'm probably actually doing something, but uh, there's so much more to be done. No doubt. Do you have a website or anything you can plug? Uh, I have a website uh, on a blog. I believe it's blog, blog spot, a blogger. Uh, it's uh, it's uh, consider this Michelle, uh, C-O-N-S-I-D-E-R-T-H-I-S dash M-I-C-H-E-A-U-X uh, at uh, WW, I mean, uh, it's uh, www.blogspot.com. And, uh, but I usually do a lot of my stuff on Facebook. Um, they can look me up on Facebook as Urban Voodoo. I have notes, uh, poetry and notes. And then uh, try to, uh, I really believe there's a really strong poetry network on Facebook. So anybody wants to know more, they can always uh, give me a friend request there and uh, take it from there. Sounds great. Well, Urban, I really appreciate you calling in today. Thanks for tuning into the show as well. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. No problem. Call in again. We do it every month. Yes, sir. Keep. All right. That was uh, that was Urban calling from uh, Long Beach, California. Uh, Does some readings at the Long Beach City College. You can check him out on Facebook or at his uh, his blog uh, on on Blogspot. Um, call in. We got we got about 14 minutes, and definitely some open lines here. If you want to share a poem, the number is 646-716-7362. Uh, there's a regular poet, Nicole Nicholson, who calls in. Has uh, been participated in in many of our shows, our monthly open readings that we do here on Poetry Superhighway Live. Who couldn't call in this month, but she sent an MP3 of one of her poems, an audio file. And I'm going to play that for you now. It's called The Creek. This is from Nicole Nicholson. There are places where you're blood-colored. There are places where you're milk-colored. How you run, crooking creek spine, up the back of the bank behind the school. The old, dusty, brick-and-window thing with dead cold steel and frozen rust inside. I wonder... If some mornings you watch death and steam exit its ears as you whiplash your sempiternal self choked with filth on your perpetual journey through our town until you careen headfirst into our great river nearby. But I worry about the great river. You've been raped by the steel mill. Hell and brimstone tumbled into you, the lust of industry. You bear the fire of it on your back and in your claws, digging them into the sides of the land. I am 13 years old, almost tatterdemalion, with eyes encircled by black bulb print as if to shout them. A girl, helter-skelter. With a drawl scarred, marlboro stench, double wide for shelter. I carry matches near you and whisper Cuyahogan incantations near your breath to flirt with danger, to call it to me like something greater than the comet sighting or the pizza parlor eruption. So many nothings make news in this fucking town. So I watch you. Underneath the shadow of dirt cast houses you pass, but you cannot wash away the sins of the coke plant and blast furnace grind. You are no Jordan. You are no Ganges. You shudder yourself unholy with red and white sin, with the funk of sick green chlorine fingers that choke fish, birds, and young children who wander too close. I can do nothing but pray 
for your absolution. That was uh, The Creek from Nicole Nicholson. She's from Columbus, Ohio. Couldn't be with us today, but still wanted to participate. Uh, so she uh, sent us that poem in an audio file. If, you, if you've got a spoken word track, um, whether it's straight reading like Nicole, uh, like we just heard from Nicole, or if it's a more produced track uh, from a uh, recording or anything of that nature, um, feel free to send it to me. Uh, send it to me at rick at poetrysuperhighway.com. And if there's time, uh, you know, I always de defer to live callers before um, I'll play pre-recorded stuff. Uh, I will definitely uh, in, uh, play your piece if there's time. Um, and I'm gathering material anyway for, I keep threatening to do this, and, and uh, uh, I've been a bit too busy to get it off the ground, but um, eventually there'll be a Poetry Superhighway podcast which will feature two uh, spoken word tracks uh, every week, I think, or, or maybe every couple of weeks, but it's uh, hard to say when I don't know how much work it'll take to go into it, but it'll, it'll be definitely two spoken word, word tracks each time. So if you send those now, they might get played on Poetry Superhighway Live, and they might make an appearance later on the eventual, eventual Poetry Superhighway podcast, which I will launch as soon as there's time in the day to do so. Maybe this summer. Who knows? Don't don't hold me to that. The number to call in if you'd like to call in and read a, po a poem is 646-716-7362. I've got all open lines, so uh, you've got a great chance to get on the air and, and read a poem and have it uh, immortalized forever here on Blog Talk Radio in the uh, Super Highway archives. I'd like to read a poem for you from Michael Roberts. Uh, he has a book out recently on uh, Right Bloody Press, which also, by the way, is out of Long Beach, uh, a really great city for artists. There's many, many, many interesting, uh, very cool uh, reinventions and explosions of, of cool poetry coming out on Right Bloody Press. You can check them out at rightbloody.com. This is uh, uh, from Michael Roberts' book called No More Poems About the Moon. And this is uh, his poem called Allen Ginsberg in a Hybrid. Leaning over the steering wheel like an old woman who looks a little lost this morning but happy to be alive. His beard makes Walt Whitman proud. I wonder if any squirrels or deadbeat poets are living in it. I consider since he appears to be alone but is driving in the carpool lane that a Buddhist monk is probably giving him road heads. This must be the path to the cessation of suffering, I think, and veer across the double yellow line. That is a poem, Allen Ginsberg in a Hybrid, from Michael Roberts from his book, no more poems about the moon. Right bloody publishing uh, uh, printed in Nashville, Tennessee, uh, though the press is out of Long Beach, California. Check it out. It's a very cool book. Uh, so there's a couple things I want to tell you about going on in L.A. and, uh, and, and reminders of Poetry Superhighway projects. Um, tonight, um, I'm in a new anthology. I was lucky enough to have a poem published in a poetry anthology that revolves around the composer 
Chopin. And the book is called um, Chopin with Cherries. And tonight at 6 o'clock in Pasadena, um, there's a reading which is going to combine many poets from the book along with live classical uh, music, reading uh, uh, in, in a really unusual uh, celebration um, uh, publication reading from, from this book. So check it out. It's tonight at, at 6 o'clock. Um, uh, just looking at the, uh, it's at the Pasadena Library Auditorium at 1115 L Centro Street in South Pasadena, California. Um, you'll have a chance to check out this book uh, uh, published by a local poet um, and hear a lot of interesting poets and have the very cool and and uh somewhat unique experience of turn poetry mixed with music as well. If you happen to be in Southern California, um, head out to Pasadena tonight for this reading um, at the uh, Pasadena Central Library. Um, check it out. It's pretty cool. Um, also, uh, this Tuesday at the Cobalt Cafe, where I host a weekly open reading, um, the Cobalt is in Canoga Park, California, at 22047 Sherman Way, um, which is just west of Taga Canyon, if you uh, happen to be in L.A. and familiar with it, um, every single Tuesday night at 9 o'clock. And I'll be featuring the poet Jade Shane. She's a young Los Angeles poet who has the distinction of being an employee of Skylight Books, which is one of the last independent bookstores uh, in the nation and certainly in Southern California. It's a uh, it's in the Silver Lake area, and he is responsible for the poetry section at Skylight Books. Probably has other responsibilities there. Uh, but he is really in building up that section and making it a priority to make sure that local poets' books, uh, whether they're self-published uh, chapbooks um, or out on larger or, or small presses, um, or, or, or anything uh, are represented in the poetry section there. It's a, it's a very, it's, it's, a, it's a bookstore with an independent spirit and uh, which is certainly well reflected in the poetry uh, section. So Jade is a really interesting poet uh, who I just saw read um, uh, about a month ago or so at Beyond Baroque Literary Arts Center in Venice. Um, will be my guest. There's also an open reading which you can participate in as well. It's a free event. It's 9 o'clock p.m. this Tuesday in Canada Park. So there are a couple of Southern California things happening. I'd like to um, get to our next reader, a caller from the uh, 323 area code. Hello. Will be my guest. Hello, 323. Hello? Hi. Oh, hi. I didn't expect to get on the air so quickly. We work fast here. <laughs> hey, Rick. Um, I came down and read once at the Cobalt, right? Right. Who am I talking to? This is Maria. Hi, Maria. Hey. So um, I'm guessing you're in, you're in L.A., judging by your, uh, your area code and ability to go to the Cobalt. Yeah, I came down once. I need to come down more often, but it's a little far, so I need to come down there because it was an awesome poetry reading, and my husband and I really enjoyed it. Cool, I'm glad. So you only have a few minutes left, and I did a, um, a show last night. I play in a band, and I thought I would call and read a poem. 
Okay, this poem is called Support, and it says, it's, um, it goes, do you think the universe will just leave you alone to die? You don't know how life will unfold for you. Stay strong for those you love. Stay strong for those above. All that matters is that you are living, that you are giving. Support, one of the most important nouns in life. Love, the most important. It's the small things in life that hold the most meaning. What is life? It's a New York street. It's an L.A. street. It's a North Carolina street, quiet, deserted. It's a man's heartbeat. I wrote that a long time ago, and I kind of liked it, so I thought I'd call in and read it. I'm so glad you did, because otherwise I would have had to have been just silent uh, for like five minutes waiting for someone to call, and that's always awkward for radio. Oh, well, that's great. Well, I'm glad I called then. Well, you know, I love your stuff. I see you all the time, and um, I need to get down there. I've told a lot of people about you, so we have to get down, and I need to order some of your books because I think you're really awesome. Yes, yes, you do. Everyone should order my books. I've, I've got a child to put through college eventually. That's right, and you're really good. When we came down, we really enjoyed it a lot. I wish – too bad you can't do one at a club in L.A. Well, what, um, the park – Technically, is Los Angeles. It's not a separate city. It's just uh, such a big city. But um, I, you know, I read all over the place all the time. And if you check out my uh, website, I, I, you know, I've got different readings come up. I mean, there's one, there's one in Pasadena tonight. And you know, other things happening in, in different places. I, I, I read at Beyond Baroque or participate in, in, you know, there once a month at least. And there's a lot of stuff going on. But um, I, I certainly appreciate the sentiment. I think you're awesome too. Yeah, thank you. And you know what? I will definitely get myself to get back down there again because we had a great time. And, you know, uh, you know how poetry is. You write and it gets better and better. And this one I wrote a long time ago. So I thank you for doing all this. My pleasure, uh, Maria. Thanks for calling in. Thank you, Rick. Bye. All right. Bye. That was uh, Maria calling from uh, here in uh, Southern California, Los Angeles. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, a couple of uh, things to close out the show. I just want to remind you that our ebook free for all is happening uh, right now. If you've got an ebook, uh, which uh, in my world is a poetry book in PDF format, whether it's something that's laid out and complex and professional, or just something that you you put together in a word processor and then export it as a PDF, I want you to submit it for the ebook free for all. So that way, on May 1st, um, everyone in the world will have the opportunity for 24 hours to download it and and all the other ebooks that are are submitted. Go to poetrysuperhighway.com, click on ebook free for all when you get there, and all the information is there, and you can see the other books that have been donated. That's happening right now. It's free. It's just a way to get your poetry out there, and um, and 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 for 24 hours, download all the poetry ebooks that you want. I just you know I had a conversation with someone in an email recently about the term. Ebook, which I've been using for for many years in reference to this project and PDF, but of course it's, it's not the uh, a new official ebook format which you which you use uh, for Kindles and 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 other uh, you know standalone ebook readers and things. We're looking for PDF, so don't be don't be confused by the word ebook. I'm, I'm looking for a PDF, uh, but you can check it out uh, online. And of course, uh, one more time, in honor of Holocaust Remembrance Day. Uh, our next issue of uh, Poets of the Week on the Poetry Superhighway will be all poetry uh, uh, by, uh, you know, in response to or about the Holocaust. Uh, click on Submission Guidelines from the main Poetry Superhighway menu. You can submit for that special issue up until this Friday. It will be published on Saturday. Um, thanks, everyone, for calling in. Uh, thanks for listening. 
Uh, our next show will be on May 16th at 2 o'clock. Have a lovely rest of your day and happy poetry.